very popular topic in Agile continues to be scaling. And right now, I am joined by M. Campbell Pretty. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Guy. And a very fine, safe fellow. Just <laughs> Thank kidding. You. You're a safe fellow. <laughs> I am a safe fellow. Despite the gender insensitivity, it is a very impressive thing. <laughs> so I have a few friends that yeah. you know have decided I'm actually a fellowess. Fellowess. Yes. So if you could address me so, appropriately. So, so what does that what does that actually mean? What is that? Uh, it's uh, recognition from okay. Dean and the folks at Scout Agile for the work I've done. Um, in the space over the last five, six years. Okay. So, um, for contributions to the framework and talking and blogging and... I read a book. And, well, we'll oh, get wait, to the book in a I second. A Let's it's... talk about your talk. Oh, well, you want to do the book? We'll no, do the book. no, no, do it your way. It's live. We can do whatever we We're want. We're doing it your way. All right, so, <laughs> you had a talk yesterday called On Track, The Art, all capital letters, yes. which is a subtle joke, of avoiding a train, another subtle joke, wreck. Right? It's very, it was very subtle. Thank you, Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> I just want to make sure for the folks that can't see my terrible handwriting. So the whole thing was about uh, six, how to plan release trains? Yeah, how okay. to succeed with, with Agile release trains. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, so I've been doing this a long time. I've seen a lot of interesting things. <laughs> a uh, lot so, of trains skip the track. Yes, yes. Okay. And, and you know, I... Uh, you know, you have the great uh, pleasure on occasion of being uh, invited into organisations to uh, help them understand why their train is falling off the side, <laughs> leaning to the side, and okay. and what's going on. And uh, you know, obviously, you know, the the framework's got a lot of information in it. Mm -hmm. um, but I like to I like to give people really practical okay. stuff. So we were talking about uh, practical tips and real-life tracks right. um, when it comes to launching awesome Agile release trains. So what is, for the folks yeah, that sure. aren't super deep with SAFE and they don't know what a release train is, because yes. I hear people now using that language yeah. even if they're not doing SAFE. Okay. So what is it? So, team of Agile teams. Okay. So if, um, I like to think of it, the, you know, the Agile team, a group of, a cross-functional team with a shared mission, right? Okay. Agile release train, train, team of Agile teams okay. with a shared mission. Okay. So they're all working towards one product or one outcome or yep. one giant release. Yep. And they have to coordinate a lot of work, which is always complex. Yes. And in this case, they're doing some planning up front to mm -hmm. figure out how to coordinate as they iterate towards the final solution, right? Yeah. So okay. if you've got yeah, lots of teams that have, so teams that have to work together, right? Not right. random teams that happen to work together, right. teams that have to work together. So you might be um, working on the same product line, mm -hmm. value stream, customer outcome, uh, and we also see instances where you know, it's just a big complex application. So you, okay. know, you don't want everyone stepping on each other's toes. So what SAFE does with the Agile release train is we do what I would call mid-range planning, um, not unlike you know release planning construct in in Scrum. So we're planning on an eight or ten ten or twelve week cadence, okay. so that we can line up those dependencies across the teams. Okay. Um, and and really most of that planning event is lining up those dependencies and flushing out as much as we can in terms of risk and clarity and and what have you. And then okay. they sprint. And they're checking in. I mean, I'm assuming they're checking in along the way. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So uh, they're yeah they're, they're agile teams. So right. they're you know, ideally they're high performing agile teams. Of course, you know a lot of the time we're starting in the enterprise context. So and there's a couple and that <laughs> team. That team. Uh, okay. So and maybe they're not even agile to begin with. So there's okay. you know there's a whole raft of different um, scenarios in which we see safe play out. What I found certainly my experience is safe is a really great way to introduce. 
uh, what I would call good agile and good agile technical practice okay. into into organisations because we we onboard them with Scrum primarily, right. some Kanban maybe, but you know mainly Scrum, um, and and we take a uh, thinking around code practices from XP. Okay. Uh, so you know compared to sort of my agile introductions prior to to SAFE, I didn't feel that there was a very strong you know you must actually produce high quality products using okay. software craftsmanship style thinking, right. um, and that for me has been really quite powerful in, in how SAFE makes a, a difference because we start to look at how does the whole team of teams deliver better okay. and you know, then of course that drives the whole DevOps conversation. Okay. So uh, yeah. All yeah. Right. So yeah. one question I get mm. asked a lot in class, people want to know how to deal with dependencies, especially yeah. across teams. Yes. So is there, I mean, how would you describe the, the way that people who are doing this well manage that? Um, is it just conversations? Is there more to it than that? So, uh, conversations is definitely part of it. Uh, so, in the in the two-day planning event that we call the program increments or the time box planning event, right. uh, what we're asking teams to do is talk to each other okay. about their dependencies. And one of the things that we that certainly I encourage uh, trains to do is actually do that handshake. Right. So, what I want you to do while you're in the room for two days is I want you to do the handshake, right? You understand what you need from that, you need you, and when you need it, and you're going to make the deal, right? Yeah. And and then train's got a plan, so we, we think it can be done. Right. Uh, and uh, for me, so SAFE would say that you know the train would have scrum of scrums uh, once or, or twice a week. Uh, generally, what, what I do, decided to take a, a leaf out of uh, Woody's book, and I'm calling it Turning Up the Good. Okay. <laughs> um, but instead it's of... It's so positive. It is, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> I love his messages. Uh, so take the, the scrum of scrums and instead of once or, or twice a week, yeah. let's do every day. So okay. we're taking what SAFE would call an art sync, so a, a scrum master and product owners, uh, any other interested parties. Right. Every day, 15 minutes, surfacing what, you know, whatever's, going, whatever's on. going on, right? Okay. Fast feedback loops. So um, that's almost like a speedometer kind of it's real time yeah. check in on yeah. are you going to hit the thing or not? Absolutely, okay. absolutely. So yeah, not, not it, that's part of what I was talking about in the talk, right? How do you? Some of it was here's some really good advice that's in safe that no one listens to and you should. Um, <laughs> here are some things that aren't in safe, maybe clearly enough. And if you do these, they're going to help you okay. be more successful. And here are some things that are in safe that I think that you can turn up. And if we turn them up, we can take the train to the next level, okay. like the daily art sync. Okay. So what is the, the most common, in the things that you see, what's the most common thing that people just don't do, that they should do if they want to be successful? Uh, <coughs> I think there's two. Okay. So one is, um, so, you know, Dean says, how do you, how do, you do safe? You train everyone and launch trains. This is really bizarre thing. Organizations go, I'm not training everyone. So just... Just let me get this straight for a moment. We're going to take, I don't know, 100 odd people and we're going to take them from whatever they're doing now and we're going to ask them to work differently. Yes. And we're not going to train them. We'll train the one guy. No yeah, what the, uh, yeah, how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard that song. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm like, and, and then you know, when generally the, that's when I come into an organisation, they say, look at our train, and I go, ooh, did you train anybody? No. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> Seriously. You should put them on a real train with no training and tell them to drive it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's um, you know, I find that very naive.
but you know, really common pattern. Um, the other one is, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the quick start approach they have to launching trains. So the, no. the recommended approach for launching okay. Agile Release Train is this five day immersion event. So two days of uh, team level training, okay. immediately followed by the first PI planning event. Okay. So it's this, you know, all in, uh, really great for... So that is all the people on all the teams correct. together. Correct, So that yeah, could be like in. 100 or more yep. people. Yeah, okay. so it, it's, um, from a you know, training standpoint, it's kind of mind-boggling, and certainly when I first heard about it, I went, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Which 16 is probably to why they're not doing it either. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you just, I mean, you know, right? 16 people, 20 people is a nice training class, mm -hmm. 100 people. This does not sound like a good idea. Yeah. But of course, we're at scale, right? And if we're at scale, you kind of have to. Well, we want to line them. So yeah. if we can actually, we, we take them into the training in their teams. So they train with their scrum master, with their product owner, and with their real work. Okay. So it's actually part of, it starts the process of creating what I call the social fabric of the, the Agile Release Train. Because okay. what, what it's really going to operate on is that social currency. Like, you know, how do organisations work? They yeah. run on networks, right? So if we're going to put a new organisational construct in place... You've got to help them build the network. got to build the network. I'm glad that you said that because one of the things that, you know, you're like, do the training, then just start doing it. I'm like, wait, where's the part where you actually learn what you're doing? <laughs> so we, we learn by doing. As they go. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and again, that sounds utterly nuts. However... You know, I've tried this a lot of ways because I thought it was utterly nuts, so you know, I, knew, I knew better than Dean. You proved. <laughs> so, yeah. so I've now proven that maybe Dean was right, just on this one thing. It's got to be clear about this. Um, and and you, it's, it's a really great accelerator. You're not okay. going to come out doing perfect Agile, right? It's not the perfect training but experience. But it's not about being perfect exactly. in the first place. But you'll be up, you'll be running, and you'll hit all, you know, you start your Kaizen. Yeah. And you get them going and you get the Kaizen going and, and, figuring it, out and it works, yeah. yeah. So, you know, to, back to your sort of question, what yeah. do people miss? So, the, the other thing... Trains the second thing. The, the other one is there's a whole readiness thing that happens before that week. Yeah. So, I've decided that, you know, most of SAFE is almost idiot-proof, except you turn up to the PI, first PI planning event, the first training yeah. event, with no backlog. You got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing.
So the only thing I've ever seen go catastrophically wrong yeah. is people who went, I can launch in a week and forgot that that would actually require having, you know, a backlog, maybe even a prioritised groom backlog. Uh, I don't know. Refined. Refined. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Code sorry. of conduct foul violation. Sorry folks in the UK. <laughs> we meant to say refined. Refined. We did. I'm sorry. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's the other the, the other so one. So how I do think. they how do they get started with that? I mean, you go through the training, you mm. start to get ready for planning everything, mm. but you have no that point. Oh, so um, they're getting that ready before. The so part, and you know, during that time where um, we're we're training product owners, we're building uh, the backlog that's for fine. the train, we're um, we're deciding how we're going to form teams, okay. we're forming teams, and um, training the scrum masters, and so then it's your we do the zero. yes. <laughs> Sorry. You can call it that. I know. I just. <laughs> but yes, it, it had, it had, yeah, I know. There, I, I know. <laughs> but um, during that time, they are going to begin building a backlog. Of yes. Some kind yes. Absolutely. Figuring out a way to order it. Or yes. Yeah. Prioritize it. Or uh, and part of it is, I mean, it's funny. You go into organisations and they go, "We've got the backlog." I can remember a couple of years ago, they had this lovely slide, and there was, I mean, there was a lot of stuff on this slide, right? They had right. a year's worth of work there. And, and they'd led me down this path of going, you know, it was all the really well-defined work, not necessarily agile, but defined. Yeah. And um, we got about 30 seconds into our first conversation about the content of that work. And I said, yeah, so, what, so tell me about this line item here. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so as it turned out, there, there were a lot of lines on the yeah. piece of paper. Lots of words. <laughs> Lots of words, but no content in any of it. And that's wow. actually, again, really common. People go, I've got this massive amount of work to do, okay. so I'm going to you know, I'm going to go Agile, and I'm going to do this Agile release train thing. But they don't actually know what the work is. <laughs> it usually helps a little bit. Yeah. So is there a definition of ready that that SAFE has that's sort of standardized, or is that...? So there, there is, um, I think there's now some, some guidance around, I can remember seeing it. Um, it's not uh, particularly taught in the standard training. Okay. Uh, it was one of the tips I gave yesterday. You might be yeah. good at this SAFE gig. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a CST. I'm not a oh, very good point. <laughs> Hope no one's watching. Nothing <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, just happened. <laughs> Keep watching. Um, so, um, yeah, absolutely. Definition of ready is okay. absolutely where I start with organisations. And I'll, I'll try to get them to, to think a little bit about what they've learnt and, and what they think, and then I'll seed in some other stuff. I find it to be, to a degree, um, organisational specific. You know, there'll be some stuff that's quite standard, yeah. but if you think every organisation's different and, you know, depending on how you're funded and all that sort of stuff, there might be different things you want to okay. do so part of for me getting that readiness going is we define that definition of ready yeah. for the for the work um, and then I'll help them build a, a, a Kanban system that says this is how we get how things come in this is how we get to PI planning and this is actually how we manage the the work as it or visualize the work as it flows through okay. the delivery um, so I'll do that very very early in the piece so they start with a system okay. that can Start so, to move them. So when you forward. say you're starting with the with the comment system, mm. and I should know this, but I'm blanking on it. Okay. Um, you got the whole David Anderson thing. Where we we meet you where you are. Mm. We map that out. Yes. But what you're talking about, I'm assuming, and I could be wrong, is not we meet you where you are and map that out, but this is how we do things in Scalable Framework. Um, it's actually a merging of the two. Okay. So if you think about it, you've got to feed the train, and you never had a train before. Mm. So just your existing system isn't actually going to get you. What you to need. where you need yeah. to be. However, if you just copy and paste the system as it is on Dean's website, 
Uh, that doesn't really go very well either. Right. I had someone do that once. He looks at the cards on the wall. But, but a lot There's of people moves. are looking for that. They yeah, want to be no, told, just do it this way. And they they see the big picture and it looks really bitching yeah, and true. they want to do it. True, true. Hey, and look, it's, it's, it's good guidance, but if that's not how your organisation works, it's not going to be any help to you. Yeah. So you know, certainly when I work with organisations, we take a, a good half day just to step through. So we go back to this is sort of where we need to get from here to here. Right. Here's some guidance from SAFE that can inform our thinking. Now let's talk about what happens in your organisation. Okay. Um, you know, do we do we have to do some sort of business casey thing? Do we have to ask somebody from legal stuff? Are there risk and compliance things that play in here, or is it all very simple and yeah. straightforward? Then we build the system that makes sense in that organisation's context. So that that's something that I think is important that I, I worry people don't get when, like, in the classes I teach, when they ask me questions about safe, is that they've seen the picture. And it seems, I don't maybe you don't have this experience, but I feel like a lot of people come to it with the perception that what's in that picture, the guidance, is this is the dogma of how we do it. And when I talk to Dean, it's never, <laughs> I, that's never where we end up. Yeah. Um, I, I think certainly um, when they went 4.0 um, last year, uh, the very big, big picture, I, I think, really started to drive that conversation. I was finding that people were saying, um, we're, we, we looked at SAFE, but we can't do it. It's too big and complex for us, and, and we're only only small. They're not yeah. that small. So um, so there was something going on there. I think the, the refactoring that they've done with 4.5 helps with, with that. I think it starts to send a much clearer message around, no, no, this is a, a framework, and you yeah. start with, here's some you know 10 basic things that we call essential safe and then yeah. let's just add what we need. Okay. Um, it was always intended that way. You know, I can go back to the very first classes I can remember Dean teaching and, and he'd always say, start with the agile teams yeah. and just build up as we need to. Yeah. Um, and certainly, you know, all the way, always the way I've done it. In fact, you know, part of um, <laughs> my contribution to the framework is 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 saying, you know, here's some other ways we could yeah. come at it, right? Here's some some things some that we might do a little bit differently. Cool. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate answering right. that. Now, last year, we did an interview. We did. And you were talking about a book. I was. I said I, said I was going to write a book. And now you have shippable products. I do. It's a real book. Tribal Unity Getting from Teams to Tribes by Creating a One-Team Culture. Yeah. So? Uh, so? And it's an Amazon bestseller. It is. It's an Amazon number one bestseller. All right. So <laughs> tell us about the book. Uh, the book is uh, really, I guess, some of the highlights of what I've learned and what I believe okay. uh, that's come out of my experience with Agile. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know, I'm, I'm very much of the belief it's about creating great teams and great teams of teams. Right. So if you can get the, um, you know, that social fabric sure. of the organisation working, everything else will come. Okay. So I really I had a, a few sort of audiences in mind. So it, it's a book that um, people who are really new to Agile go, oh, that's you know, I found that really interesting and right. informative and, and I'm quite um, interested in, in learning more about that. Okay. Uh, but also uh, a book for people who, this one someone said to, Mark Kilby said to me yesterday, you want to humanise safe? Um, <laughs> You're not supposed to laugh when you say sorry. that. I'm supposed to laugh when you say that. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was funny. It um, is funny. It's teasing you. It is funny. Um, so yes, it is. It's it's uh, so part of my turning up the good style of um, safe is how do we add a lot of culture building. Okay. So it's a culture first approach to safe or scaling or any sort of team of team type environment, right? So this is not a software thing. It's not a hardware thing. It's not really an agile thing, right? You know, as far as I'm concerned, if you've got a 
team of teams, right. this is a way that you can build an awesome team of teams. If okay. you head up a department, 50, 150 people, you know, this, this stuff's going to help you build a, 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 a gelled team. and strong okay. um, department. Um, so that's the, the premise so of the So what are like one or two things somebody could, could do to help start to build this fabric? So uh, my, my favourite is, is still a little bit where the title of the book came from. Okay. Uh, I have this uh, activity I call Unity Hour. Okay. Uh, so when I do it with Agile teams, we do the first hour of every sprint. Mm -hmm. And when we've got multiple Agile teams working together, we've got everybody coming together. Right. Um, so, and what we're doing with that, that hour is we're, most importantly, spending time together. Okay. So you might get you know, a little bit of the you know, management update stuff, but you know, five minutes, right? Not, not a big right. deal. The, the, the key, the, the only mandatory agenda item is what we call a shout out. Um, in Australia, so it's an appreciation. Okay. So you've got you know this hundred odd people coming together, and it's if someone a good on you, mate, right? yeah, good on you, mate, that? yeah, working Plus, it yeah, in, yeah, nice. <laughs> so yeah, they they um, they just shout out in front of their friends and and colleagues, you know, what, how someone helped somebody else or one team yeah. supported another. Um, so that's my only mandatory agenda item, and the rest of it evolves. Um, often someone will bake, or someone will stop and get donuts on the way in. Um, so there's a bit of food. More of a social thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if we, um, and a lot of the time we'll play play games, um, okay. agile learning games, right? So um, whatever, right? The the ball game if they haven't done it doesn't matter. Right. Um, and we'll find ways. We'll find little games. We'll find ways to scale them because what we actually want to do is I want to get them out of their teams yeah. and talking to. Each to other, other, other people. people, yeah, and not resources. Yeah, so yeah, so uh, it's so when we play the games, it's always never in the in your, in your team team. Right. Always split everybody up and oh, get them okay. to start to okay to to and work with and intermingle. And, uh, yeah, now we've done it before. Yes. that would make this our third. No, I've interviewed twice at yes. the conference and the one time before that I no. can never. <laughs> so you second. Second. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> we should you. record this so we can play it well, next okay. time. We're going to fight. We're going to keep fighting about this. But keep watching all the rest of the afternoon. We're going to be doing lots of interviews. And actually, the next topic, which is a nice juxtaposition of this one, is we're going to talk about less. So keep watching. We'll be back in.